Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Happy 4th of July to everyone in America. And I don't know about you, but boy, has God really had me in deep reflection this morning, deep contemplation about this country and the readings today, Sodom and Gomorrah. When you think about what this country, and I'm sorry for those of you who are not Americans, but I think you can follow suit because I'm pretty sure you're going through the same kind of stuff in your country, even though it may not have been based on God and country, freedom, independence, liberty, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, And once we started attacking life, once we looked at the human being as something disposable, something that we could kill or create on our own, we started pushing God out. We let the evil in. And look at where we (laughs) look. I mean, my goodness, look at where we are now. I'm putting videos together with people that are grown men and women riding banana seat bikes with their banana junk hanging out eye level at children's faces sitting on the curbs and parents that are actually bringing them to these events, most likely to be tolerant, to be supportive, and to help their children to accept this craziness in the world, maybe because they've got someone in their family or friends or they themselves are thinking about going down this path. And you know what? There are some parents, I'm going to be honest with you, who are just whack jobs. It's like the Munchausen syndrome, right? They go ahead and they make their kids do these things, even though the kids really aren't really for it because they want to be a part of this group. It's more for them, not for their kids. I know there are people out there like that. But for the most part, I think most of those parents are trying to be supportive. I don't know. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, everyone. Because that's what God put on my heart. Now listen here. This is tough to hear. I'm going to tell you. But he said, look... If all the Christians who truly believed, and none of us really truly believe. Because if we did, 
we would act accordingly. We would have that moral weight on our shoulders. We would have that serving heart to love people no matter what, but also love them enough to speak out so that they do not burn in hell. That is Christian love. And not many of us believe enough or love God enough or love anyone enough, including ourselves. Because we don't speak up. Can you imagine a world, let alone America, where everyone had respect for every person. There was value in every person in our life. And we held them in that respect and that love. This America would be that God and country. I went ahead because I received the usccb.org daily readings And I went ahead and I clicked on the Independence Day readings to see what might come up in there. And there was nothing. It might have been a mapping error. It went to sign up for daily readings. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So everyone (laughs) is pushed to the Sodom and Gomorrah reading. There is No coincidence. There are only God incidences. This is happening for a reason on this day. Oh, Genesis 19, 15 through 29. As dawn was breaking, the angels urged Lot on saying, on your way, take with you your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away in the punishment of Sodom. When he hesitated, the men, by the Lord's mercy, seized his hands and the hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them to safety outside the city. As soon as they had been brought outside, he was told, flee for your life. Don't look back or stop anywhere on the plain. Get off to the hills at once or you will be swept away. Oh, no, my Lord, Lot replied. You have already thought enough of your servant to do me the greatest kindness of intervening to save my life, but I cannot flee to the hills to keep the disaster from overtaking me, and so I shall die. Look, this town ahead is near enough to escape to. It's only a small place. Let me flee there. It's a small place, is it not? That my life be saved." Well then, he replied, I will also grant you the favor you now ask. I will not overthrow the town you speak of. Hurry, escape there. I cannot do anything until you arrive there. That is why the town is called Zor. The sun was just rising over the earth as Lot arrived in Zor. At the same time, the Lord rained down sulfurous fire upon Sodom and Gomorrah. From the Lord out of heaven. He overthrew those cities and the whole plain, together with the inhabitants of the cities and the produce of the soil. But 
Lot's wife looked back, and she was turned into a pillar of salt. Early the next morning, Abraham went to the palace where he had stood in the Lord's presence. As he looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and the whole region of the plain, he saw a dense smoke over the land rising like fumes from a furnace. Thus it came to pass. When God destroyed the cities of the plain, he was mindful of Abraham by sending Lot away from the upheaval by which God overthrew the cities where Lot had been living. (sighs) I just think God needs to save America and we need to save it too with Christ's love. Not our love. Not our selfish, whenever we want to do it, love, whenever we feel like maybe saying it or not saying it. We have got to have the passion of saving our families, our children, our friends, our grandchildren's soul from this Sodom and Gomorrah that we live in. I firmly believe that there is a very, very small percentage of people who live this way. I do. I believe it's being magnified and it's being personified through the media, through commercials, through corporations, through schools, that this is bigger than it is. I think the majority of the people are horrified by it. The problem is we have too many people who are horrified by it and aren't speaking up about it, aren't speaking against it, and aren't talking to our families about it in a biblical, godly sense. And that is blasphemy. It's blasphemy. It is basically putting your hand up in God's face and saying, no thanks. And I'm pretty passionate about it because what I was doing was crying. I'm not mad. I'm crying because I wish that people could just get out there and love. If these people that are going through this gender dysphoria or this homosexuality cross... I mean, let's go on. Even the people who are out there seeking love in straight relationships and intimacy outside of marriage is still an abomination to God. Cross-dressing, wearing your hair long as a guy. Go check out my, my recent videos on YouTube. I'm going there. And I'm going there because of love. Because I don't want people to go to hell. I want people in heaven with me. And if we all loved like that and believed in Jesus and his strength and his love and mercy coming through us to those people, maybe they would feel that love and not seek it in the lies and these communities that suck these people in make them feel so loved 
and validated. And yes, this is what you should do. And you should do it fast because you're not happy the way you are. And they're manipulating and they are grooming. Let's face it, because they are basically convincing these kids to mutilate their bodies. And then if they come to their senses and God showers grace in their heart and they say, no, 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 I don't want to do this anymore. And then they come clean with the people that are in these communities. They get shunned. They are absolutely kicked out and denied. Now, how loving is that? So now these people have to go through that rejection. It is about love. That is why people continue to seek out relationships and emotional types of physical, I don't know, actions, (laughs) for lack of a better word, because they're warped. Their idea of love is warped. And not many people know how to love. I'm going to be honest. We are all so broken. So the more that we go to God for God to change our hearts and for God to help us love us, because we need to value ourselves. We need to respect ourselves. We need to look at how we're living. Because no way can we convince anyone in our lives to make changes in theirs if we've got our own issues. Remember the two things that need to be present in order to have an impact and influence people around you. Number one, you have to work on you because when you do better, they do better. They see differences in you. The seeds are planted just by the choices that you make and the way you live your life. And number two, you've got to be in their life. Doesn't mean you have to be in a physical town. You can be in their life and they can be halfway around the world. But you can't cut them out. You've got to continue to love them. Love, which is God, is going to save America. And that, it's going to save all countries, really. How do we love? We will the good of the other. We speak truth and we respect them. But we love them enough and we talk to them because we don't want them to burn. It's that serious. And I get sad when I see how many Christians are out there who bite their tongue, which is really not loving at all. And boy, I just don't want to look back on my life and have that regret that coulda, shoulda, woulda stand in front of Jesus and say, I called myself a Christian. What a lie. If you just look at the billion Catholics that are out there, and I know probably 75% of them aren't practicing Catholics, and you look beyond that and all the other Christians, 
the world should be totally different. But it's not. Why? Because we think that loving someone is letting them live their life and shutting our mouths. And literally letting them burn. All right, lifting it up a notch here. But I told you it was an intense morning and I cried a lot. And it, sorry, it's starting to come up again. It starts in my throat and then in my eyes fill. So you can always hear it come before it actually gets to my eyes. It really was about love, everyone. And if we all truly believed the way that we should, we would not have a problem loving ourselves and doing the right things for ourselves, loving God and loving those around us and telling them how much we love them by sharing the fact that we don't want them to burn in hell for these actions and that God truly can perform miracles in anyone's life. Okay, I'm enough, enough, enough. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. But today, can we be that? Most people aren't working. I know there's plenty of you that are. A lot of retail places are open. But let's just be that to ourselves. Let's be that to the people that we see today. What do I mean by being that? (laughs) Being that joy, being that person who looks at that other person with value and respect and doing the right thing for ourselves, loving ourselves enough to make choices that not only benefit us, but will make God happy and will be a witness to those around us. Again, we got to work on us first. And part of that is speaking up. And I bet many of you don't even have that on your list. Your soul, mind, and body things that you're working on. Is evangelizing and being a disciple on that list? Like speaking about it? Or doing something about what's going on, sharing information, sharing, you know, videos and podcasts and articles and such. And if it's not, should it be? If you read the readings today and the Sodom and Gomorrah didn't somehow smack you upside the head like a brick... You're probably not speaking up about any of it. And I don't even have anyone in my life that is carrying this cross outside of a couple of people with the homosexual stuff, but none on the transgender side. The reason I'm so passionate about this is because of those kids the confusion that is going on in those little minds and the 
visions of these things in front of them. And I'm not talking about the private parts. I'm talking about what they're wearing, the makeup that they have. They are honestly, some of them, scary. I mean, how do you get that vision? There are still memes of men dressed up as creepy, creepy, whatever they think women look like. I have no idea what these things are. And I cannot get them out of my mind. And I'm an adult. I can't even imagine a kid, you know, up close and personal with one of these things. Oh, my gosh. Remember what you see, what you listen to, what you ingest as information and entertainment truly matters. It really does have an impact on your soul. I'm not kidding. Such a difference. And even more so in these little kids. They might even be opening little doors for these little demons to get in there. Okay, so what does America need? God. God is love. America needs love. We need to love enough to open our mouths. We need to love ourselves enough to do what we're supposed to do so that we can be that witness to the people around us. And honestly, love and respect every single person, no matter how much we like them or not, whether they're doing God's work or quite the opposite. And darn it, let's pray. (laughs) We all need prayer. So if we could pray and do sacrifices on top of that love, do it all with love. Remember St. Paul, if we do it all without love, it's just nothing. And it's the love part that sometimes gets lost because it does come across as judgmental. I don't know if I did a good job of it or not on my videos, but I tried to make sure that people knew that I was doing all of this because I love you and I want you in heaven with me. I didn't kind of go down that. I I don't want you burning in hell, but you know what? That's really more impactful. (laughs) Because I love you so much, I don't want flames licking your butt all day, every day, for eternity. I mean, that's a a more serious kind of in-your-face thing. I'm not sure I accomplished that, but that was my whole point. And I think, again, if we continue to keep love in the center of our heart and pray for God to to work on us, we're going to be able to love others better. And lastly... We're going to have that detachment. I do not care what what any person says. My father, my mother, my husband, my stepfather, and my stepfather, he's passed away, my father-in-law, nobody. I don't care because God told me that I need to speak up against sin. I am doing it in my best loving way with the best intentions, a loving heart. I am not being judgmental. And he also took away that insecurity of me that like I could care less about what people think of me. I am living for an audience of one. It's a beautiful detachment and 
I kind of had it, then I lost it, then I had it, then I lost it. I mean, I was going through these ups and downs, but then I realized, oh, I know why it keeps coming and going because I am not casting out the evil spirit of insecurity and of attachment. Remember, we can be attached to emotions, to objects, you know, to entertainment, to podcasts. We can be have a disorderly, unhealthy relationship with something. And it could be people. Like, you care too much about what people think of you. That was moi to a T throughout everything. That's why I did so many things destructively in my life to numb myself of that insecurity so I felt kind of more comfortable and free around people. Free around people. Boy, what a joke that was. Talk about the most jailing time of my life. (laughs) I never felt so unfree. I never felt so bound, so horrible when I was, quote unquote, living fancy, free, partying, you know, sleeping around, just, oh, crazy. Okay. But we are going to pray. And we're going to wrap it up so we can go out there and pray and love and have confidence that God is saving America and lots of other countries. You can see it, right? You can see the justice and the truth that are coming out. Go listen to that podcast. I can almost sense it. I can feel it in a spiritual nature. Things are becoming lighter. God is shining his light on the darkness and we have to do our part. We're not here to sit in our homes, drink our coffees and stay out of the world. On the contrary, we were called out of the world so that we could call others out of the world and live differently and love one another, no matter where people are at with their beliefs. But being firm in the truth and sharing God's saving word, saving souls. That's what we have to constantly think about. Okay. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, come into the heart of every single person listening at this moment. Change our hearts to live for you alone. The audience of one where we speak up with love to everyone around us so that we save them from the burning fires of hell. Help us remember this feeling that we have right now, this passion in our hearts to speak your word, your truth. There is no coincidence we have Sodom and Gomorrah as a lesson to us. There is no coincidence that we are being asked by you through this podcast to love, to speak up, and to be Christ's here on earth. If we only all just did that, everything would be so different. 
So Lord, we ask that you not just touch our hearts, but you touch every Christ, Christian, Catholic Christian of every denomination, everyone who says they believe in you. Touch their heart to actually put it into action. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, happy 4th of July, Independence Day. Be independent. Be unique. Be different. Be Christ-like. Be love. All right, everyone. I love you all. (laughs) Find something more with God today, soul, mind, and body, and some courage. Wait, I wrote something down. Oh, I don't know if this is the right time to tell you this, but why not? Um, This may be an actual podcast because I think that there is cowardice of the refusal to see in some people. We know people who just don't care. We know people who are too busy. They're you know working umpteen thousand jobs, trying to raise their family, don't have the time to get out there. But there are others who are cowards in their refusal to look and see faith as well, faith as well as, I'm sorry, I'm just watching this chipmunk, (laughs) okay, I got totally sidetracked, chipmunk going through all of the herbs in the gardens, and Frankie is laying right next to me, and he's not seeing it in his peripheral vision, and I'm just waiting for him to bark, so anyway, I lost my train of thought, Okay, that's my alarm for my Tuesday Iowa Catholic Radio, which is an EWTN affiliate. They're just closed today, so I forgot to turn that off. That just shows that I should just stop because I totally lost my train of thought. This one was a packed one. It was intense, but it was filled with love because I also want you all to be in heaven. And I want you to have that courage. I want you to have that detachment. So just keep praying for it and speaking up. And guess what? Every single time, it gets easier and easier. You do have to do a little homework. You do have to know kind of what that Bible thing is saying, you know? But when you look at it as a loving act and not a judgmental act, it all changes. And that's why we have to do things with love. We've got to do it all for Christ. He's done so much for us. We owe it to him for sure. Oh my goodness, almost. Oh, it is going to be 30 minutes. I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. Have a blessed and inspired day.